1: What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast?
0: Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started.
1: Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Are you ready?
0: Am I ready for what?
1: Sacrilegious book club! (laughs) (laughs)
0: i don't think i'm ever not gonna laugh at that
1: it's so stupid it really is all right
0: before we forget what pages are we going over today
1: today we are going over asimov's guide to the bible we're in the book of genesis covering pages 100 to 117 and wrapping up Book of Genesis. Awesome, awesome. Yeah.
0: And what kind of shit are we getting into today?
1: Oh, so much. I mean,
0: so much, huh? We're going to
1: talk about Joseph and the Technicolor Dream Coat. And things and, and whatnot. And Jacob's sons, and the, it's mostly that stuff.
0: Okay. So, all right.
1: I mean, it's some pretty good shit, though.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Let's go ahead and uh, get on into this, huh?
1: Let's get on into this.
0: Hey wife, do you like coffee in the morning?
1: I sure do, husband. Morning? Noon? Night? Which reminds me, I need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low.
0: Wait, before you do that, check out the website UngodlyBrew.com, where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee.
1: What if I want more than one pound?
0: Either order a larger amount, or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks, or a month, or whatever works for you.
1: Did you set up something special for our listeners?
0: You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SacrilegiousCoffee at checkout.
1: That's a hellishly good deal!
0: Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee. Mm.
1: Okay, a couple notes before we jump right in. Okay. Um, first of all, I just want to say that a lot of this is going to be recapping... Um, the famous stories that we're familiar with from that section of the Bible that we already covered. I
0: mean, I would expect that. Right. But more
1: so than I have done in previous episodes of the Sacrilegious Book Club. (laughs) So I just want to make sure that that's put out there that, yes, I know some of this is reiterating. Yeah. But um, there was so much geography and he, he concentrated on that a lot as well. And I didn't include the parts that weren't really as interesting to me. Okay. Okay. All right. So this is why you should get the book and read along.
0: Right, because Be- there's more to it.
1: There's way more to it. I'm just telling you the parts that I found interesting. Sure. Or that I felt like sharing. Yeah, yeah. So um, just wanted to put that out there. Okay. That I'm definitely not a seasoned professional In um, summarizing this book.
0: But you know what I'm really enjoying about this so far? What? Is that of all the things that we're doing, this is holding us accountable for what we've said in our podcasts. Like (laughs) we have to go back and analyze, oh, well, we were wrong about that or we were right about that or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like
0: that's, I'm really liking that aspect of this, so.
1: And and it is serving as a knee side by side with where we're at now because where we're at now is with David. Right. And, well, David's son Solomon now. Yeah. Um, in our weekly and daily podcast, that's where we're at. Yeah. But so here... So, this is like bringing up
0: some of the old promises and some mm-hmm. of the old things that are still relevant, but maybe, like, kind of lost in our time frame that we've been doing this thing. Right.
1: So. And this this helps tie some of that back up. Yeah. That I, I need things um, pointed out for me. I don't always get the relevance. I don't always connect the dots. Right. So, this is really helping with that. Yeah. And... Um, That's one of the other things that I wanted to say.
0: Okay. Okay? Yeah.
1: So starting on page 100 with um, the section called Hamor the Hivite.
0: Hamor the Hivite.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to be honest. Like I just reread my notes on this and my notes do not include anything about Hamor or Hivites. Okay. So sorry. I don't know why that section was called that. I don't recall it at this point. That was um 17 pages ago
0: got it so okay. okay
1: what i did uh take notes on was just the recap of the story as it as it stands with uh jacob and leah okay and their daughter dinah was raped by yeah. the prince of Shechem. right and that rapey prince wanted to marry dinah but the sons of Jacob would only allow this if all the males of the city would agree to be circumcised. This is one of
0: my favorite stories back then.
1: Right. It well, was such
0: a great story. While
1: they were still healing, the sons of Jacob struck at the town to avenge the rape. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. It was I mean, great shit. It was horrible and wonderful. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a quote here from... Um, Asimov, that I thought, I couldn't phrase it any better, so I just quoted it directly. Right. It is not likely that two individual human beings would attack a city. Rather, this is a war of tribes represented by their eponyms. Okay. So, this gets into that thing that I say every episode, which is, these people were not actual persons. They are eponyms representing entire tribes of people which, let me explain that, um, what more likely happened is that an attack on the city of Shesham, the tribe... In an attack on the city of Shesham, the tribe of Dinah was defeated and utterly destroyed. Oh. And then avenged by the tribes of Simon and Levi, oh. who must have suffered greatly. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And this kind of comes back into play a couple times later. Um, immediately... We see Simon and Levi were among the weakest tribes later.
0: Okay, yeah. Because
1: Simon was eventually absorbed by Judah. Right. And the Levites never held land, were never warriors, and only served in a priestly function. Right. So that makes a lot of sense.
0: Right, right.
1: Okay, moving on. The next section um, is Ephrath on page... 101, I believe. Okay. I accidentally left off part of the digit because <laughs> cause I'm a dumbo. So I think it's it's either 100 or 101. Got it. Okay. Um, Jacob bounced after that mess. He yeah. was like really upset with his sons for doing that. And he was like, we got to get out of here. Right. And so they had to stop during their travels for Rachel to give birth to Benjamin, which is Jacob's youngest son and the only one born in Canaan.
0: Got it. Okay. okay. And, Rachel- and wasn't that the only one that was actually Rachel's child? No, Joseph. Oh, oh jo- that's right. Okay, that, okay. Joseph
1: was his favorite. Oh, okay, okay, that's right. Because Joseph was his firstborn by Rachel. That's Not right. his firstborn, but his firstborn by Rachel, whom he loved.
0: Right, okay.
1: And then Benjamin was the last of his children born also by, by Rachel. Rachel. Right. And worse, Rachel died giving birth. Right. And was buried beside the road to Ephrath. Yep. A.K.A. Bethlehem. Got it. Okay. Yep. So that's just a quick reminder. Sorry, of I'm just where trying to at. remember, like you know. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. I mean, I didn't remember a lot of this, so that's why it's it's helpful that we're going back through this, yeah. in, a, in a different perspective kind of way. Right. Yeah. So the next section is Billa, which that was the other. Um, uh handmade not oh. hand, not handmade concubine yeah 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 okay. one of the servants right um that section starts on page 102 okay and ruben the oldest son and he's the name i was trying to remember before mm-hmm. um in one of our other episodes that was actually um one of our week or one of our daily readings of where we're at yeah so not in a previous book one right okay right. Um, Reuben, who was Jacob's oldest, um, boinked Jacob's concubine, Billa. Ah,
0: okay, okay. yeah.
1: And that's going to come back to bite him, too. Right. Okay? What probably actually really happened, though, is that the tribe of Reuben attempted to seal its position as leader, quote-unquote firstborn. Yeah, He was the firstborn by, uh, uh, Leah, I think, or maybe one of the other... What, Whoever the other um, maid was. Oh. Uh, Zip, Zippa or some shit like that. <laughs> Zipper is got how it. I remember. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, But anyway, he got spanked. And so Reuben played a minor role thereafter. Yeah. And didn't survive long. Got so it. So that is likely what happened.
0: Got it. Okay. Because
1: never forget, these are not individual persons. Right. They're tribes. They're stories describing
0: Larger actual, events.
1: Right. Okay. Yep. Next section is Amalek, page 102. Okay. Isaac dies at the age of 180. Okay. Highly unlikely. Right. And Amalek, one of Esau's descendants, and Esau, remember, was the son of Isaac. Yep. And is the eponym of the Amalekites. Okay. And is the last of the eponyms of the non-Israelite nations.
0: Okay? Okay. Yep.
1: So, I just thought that was interesting to take note of. Okay, next section is Sarah the Horite, page 103. Okay. And I'm going to read you exactly what I wrote in my notes because it made me laugh. Okay. Hivite, Horite, Hittite, whatever, because they're basically all interchangeable. Oh, okay. Um, they're, they're used in different places, but...
0: They're all essentially the same thing.
1: They're, confusion is caused by the intermingling got of it. the Edomite invaders with cultures already dwelling in that land. Got it. So sometimes they're referred to as one, sometimes so there, the there other. there are distinctions, but,
0: but they're very close in what we they... We
1: wouldn't know what those distinctions are. Right, okay. They barely knew what they were.
0: Got it, got it. So
1: um, that's why Hivite, Horite, Hittite, whatever.
0: Right, I gotcha.
1: Okay, next section is Bila and Jobab. On page
0: 105.
1: Okay. The Edomite kingship, interestingly enough, was not hereditary. Okay. Okay? Yeah. The first two kings listed are Bela and Jobab. And then there was a couple of interesting notes there. Belab, son of Beor, um, made some scholars wonder, wait, did they mean Balaam, son of Beor? Like Balaam of the talking ass? Really? Like, What? And then they were like, nah, probably not. Or, right. or at least Asimov was like, eh. Yeah. Very unlikely. Right. But then Jobab is like, wait, what, did they mean Job? Like the book of Job? Right. And then um, Asimov to that question says, maybe hmm. compare this chapter of Genesis to the book of Job. Interesting. And so um, he made some different comparisons there. We haven't read Job yet, though. Sure. So... I didn't want to really...
0: Delve into it too much.
1: Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of keep that in mind when we get there. Right. So we can
0: kind of analyze that a little bit. Yeah.
1: Go back and maybe take a look. Right. Yeah. So note to self.
0: Right. Right.
1: Jobab Job.
0: Right. Okay. Got it.
1: Next section is Potiphar, page 105. Okay. So Jacob's favorite son was Joseph, remember? Yeah, of course. And he was born of his wife, Sarah.
0: Right. Oh, I thought no, it was Rachel. I did too. Yeah, I think I guess I think, Sarah. So
1: no, it's Rachel. I just fucked up. Oh, wait. Okay, wasn't are it? you sure? No.
0: <laughs> wait. Wait. Who are we talking? We're talking about Jacob, Jacob right? Yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Anyway, I'm pretty sure it was Rachel. Why did I write Sarah? I, I think I think I fucked that up. So, but anyway, Jacob's son Joseph. He was the favorite, and he was a spoiled, tattletale brat. Okay. Because he was the favorite, you know, and his brothers wanted to kill him because, you know, he was a brat. Yeah. But the two oldest siblings nixed that idea. And apparently there were two separate stories that were combined into one. And these stories were Reuben, the oldest brother, was the northern tradition and Judah, the next oldest, was from the southern tradition. Okay. Because um, remember, Israel and Judah split. Right, right. And so, um, there were kind of two stories of how that story, or of how um, murdering Joseph got mixed. Got it. And so, it would depend on who you asked as to which tradition is the correct way that that happened.
0: Got it, okay.
1: okay. Um, the brothers sold Joseph to passing nomads. From which he is carried to Egypt and purchased by Potiphar. Right. Remember? Yeah. Okay. And Potiphar, interestingly enough, um, means he whom Ra gave. So, Mm. it's more of a power name than... It's a title, not an actual name of the person. Okay. Okay? Yep. Okay, next section is Ferez and Zara, page 106. Okay. Okay? So, Judah which was one of the sons of Jacob. Yep. He slept with Tamar, a woman who had originally been married to two of his sons.
0: Interesting. So so
1: there's this guy named Judah. Yeah. And he has some sons and both of them were married to this Tamar chick at different times. Okay. And then Judah slept with her.
0: Wow. That's gross. I think I kind of remember that. That was messed up.
1: That comes back to bite him in the ass. Yeah. And each of them had died young and childless. Okay. okay. So that's... After that happened, he took her as his wife and, and boinked her. Gotcha. Except I don't know if he really married her or not, but... Right. Anyway, twins were born to Judah. Okay. Okay. Zara or Zara... Uh-huh. Depending on which um, interpretation... Okay. Or ...reading, stuck his hand out first, so he was, like, almost the firstborn, but then wasn't, because he pulled back. Got it. So technically, Faraz or Perez again, depending on the interpretation, was born first.
0: Okay. Technically. Got it.
1: Okay. The twins are actually eponyms of the two chief clans of the tribe of Judah. Okay. So the one tribe is, um, for Zerah, the Zarthites or the Zerahites. Gotcha. depending on if you're saying Zara or And they
0: only briefly like in the Bible they don't touch on the clans as much there was mm-hmm. like one chat one book where they kind of got into it a little bit. Yeah. But it it wasn't as big of a deal. Well, and
1: I had no idea that um these are eponyms of Right, right. Like, no, I that,
0: that's not how it reads, right? Right. So. Exactly.
1: Like I thought they're telling the story of individual persons. Right. Not um, tribes of people, right? And that they made up stories it, to remember the history. It does make sense
0: because it was an oral history mm-hmm. that they would make it a simplified personal story, exactly to hand down as opposed to. Oh no, yeah, it you
1: totally know. makes sense after knowing that,
0: right? Like, right.
1: oh duh. Yep. but I yeah I could never have known that without right. reading outside the Bible. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the one tribe was the Zarthites or the Zarahites, and the other one was the Farzites or the Parasites. And FYI, David and therefore all the subsequent Judean kings were parasites. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Not parasites. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next section Pharaoh of Joseph, because we're going to get into a different Pharaoh of somebody else. Okay. All right. Yep. Page 107. Um, And I wrote, anyways, back to Joseph. (laughs) Sometimes my notes crack me up. So. I just like to share them because I'm funny yes, to myself. Yes, So Joseph is cast into prison because he wouldn't boink Potiphar's wife, so she falsely me-tooed him.
0: Right. You know, yeah, accused I remember him that, that was, of rape because yeah. she's a bitch. Right.
1: Right. And I think we said at the time that if you guys have not seen the movie... Um, it's a musical, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Y'all <laughs> are missing it. out. Yeah. It's so good. Right. And it, it tells this whole story in a really good way. Right. That it, makes a lot of sense.
0: As I recall, once he's in jail, he starts prophesizing. right?
1: Um, he had been interpreting dreams before that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what caused, one of the things that caused his brothers to want to sell, him, well, kill him and then sell him instead.
0: But had he been prophesizing for Potiphar? I couldn't remember. I can't remember he's if he not, was or not. He's
1: not there yet. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. He had not been... So as
0: far as Egypt is concerned, they don't know that he's prophesizing yet. Correct? I
1: don't think so. Um, he might have been... Uh, it doesn't really say if he was doing that or not. Got it. But he had been doing that before sure. in his own life. Right, right, right. I, I just don't know if once he got sold into slavery if he was doing it. Okay. So, um he he like with his brothers had um had a dream that he prophesized that um hey guess what i had this dream that y'all are going to bow to me someday and they yeah. were like fuck that mm, but Little it happens so, right you know, fuck but them. that's but that's why they sold him right. cuz they were like fuck you we're tired of your shit <laughs> right so um he interprets dreams while he's in jail as one does right you know that happens to me every time I go to jail. Yeah. So Pharaoh's previously jailed butler brought Joseph to Pharaoh's attention. Yeah. Okay? Mhm. Prosperity will be followed by famine, so plan accordingly is basically you know what yeah. the dream got interpreted to be. Right. And just like that, which that's a I'm giving you a call to um uh sex in the city. Oh. Um, she always says, and just like that. Got it joseph went from jail to prime motherfucking minister of egypt
0: yeah he did noise i was like that was a fast ascension
1: mm-hmm. that's why i said i just like that right because it worked
0: yeah there. yeah
1: okay so the egyptians were isolated and thus xenophobic so why was pharaoh being so cool toward a gasp hebrew
0: slave right slash
1: asian foreigner yeah right that makes no sense right I mean, I'm asking you. Yeah, no, it makes yeah. no sense. Okay. Yeah,
0: so, I'm, I'm with you here. Okay.
1: Mm, once again, the raiders of Genesis missed an entire period of history. Oh. During which time Egypt was invaded by Asian, force, Asian forces. Oh. Yeah. So,
0: like, the pharaoh might have even been.
1: I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. All yep. Right. So, Hyksos means foreign kings. Okay. And there was a whole period of them in Egypt during which they ruled. Interesting. Yeah. Beginning in 1730 BCE, there was little to no political boundary between Egypt and Canaan. Wow. So the same power ruled over both.
0: Interesting. That's really cool.
1: Pharaoh was likely, this Pharaoh was likely a Hyksos ruler. Okay. Who found in Joseph a fellow Semite, which would make it only natural to place Egyptians under a Semitic leader.
0: Interesting. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Like, oh my. Right that makes things make a little more sense. Yeah. I yeah. mean, not that it like impacts the story one way or the other, but it just makes it, oh, okay. Cool,
0: well, I have cool, a question. Cool. Are we are they still like so these are still representations of tribes though, right? Or not? Like is is this an actual story of a supposed person or is this a representation of a tribe?
1: That I don't know. Okay. Um cuz
0: that's where I get confused with the the liking them to tribes versus right. liking them to people because this seems very specifically a personal story. Like it's, and it's one I of the think, first ones in the Bible, right? Like, yeah. It's very personal. It's very... Um, I think
1: it's probably a combination of both. Okay. Because um, the, the ones that came before, they were all eponyms. Right. Right? And now we're getting into some, like you said, very specific events happening where this Hyksos ruler um, is very likely... Granting power to some other Semitic person, a specific
0: person, right, right,
1: and so I I think maybe it's a bit of both, okay, or even a bit of rewriting to make it be both, sure.
0: I, I maybe, don't know. maybe maybe the Bible is written conveniently to go whatever way they want it to go.
1: Kind of like um, Trump recently endorsed, I forget what state it was. He endorsed a guy named Eric, and there were three Erics running. <laughs> And so one of them had dropped out, but the other two both claimed that it, he was endorsing them. Yeah. Everybody understood that he wasn't ever endorsing his son, Eric. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but but now he's able to say, yeah, yeah, who, whichever one wins, that's the one I meant.
0: Speaking of Trump, I, I just have to say it because it was like one of my favorite things I've seen in a while. I shared a picture with you the other day. Yes. And it was of uh, Trump, um, grab, like he had his hand on, on uh, Josh Hawley's uh, shoulder, yes. and it says... Live shot of Trump grabbing, grabbing a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the best fucking thing ever. Uh, I'm it, like, this is amazing. It only
1: makes sense if you understand the reference of Josh, Holl- Josh Hawley... Um, running away. Running and... away during the January 6th um, insurrection. Yeah. Um, which that shot came out during the January 6th hearings. Right. So. And, and
0: if you understand the grabbing him by the pussy rest for reference that, right. you know, Trump did. Yeah. So. so
1: yeah, it takes a little bit of uh, understanding, a lot of but what's man, been going on. I've been, but that's I, a good I, just, I
0: had to share that cause that was such a great, such a great picture. <laughs> that <was awesome. laughs> like that was amazing.
1: I really liked that. Mm, yeah. Okay. Next section, the river and then Asimov has in parentheses Nile. Okay. <laughs> Page one ten. So the Greek historian Herodotus okay. and a famous phrase called, and a famous, let me start over. I'm <laughs> getting myself. Okay. So the Greek historian Herodotus was a, a famous, you know, historian, whatever. Sure. Um, there was a famous phrase that he used in his works. Okay. Called, which called Egypt the gift of the Nile. Oh, okay. Instead of like vice versa like you would think that it would be um Egy- Egypt Egypt <sighs> okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so Egypt (laughs) was the gift of the Nile, okay? Okay, all right, fair enough. Just leave it there. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm having a hard time, like, reading my notes sometimes, and then I'm like, what did I mean there? So, just leave it. Okay,
0: (laughs) we're going to leave it.
1: Just leave it. Okay, anyway, the Nile is the longest river in the world. Yes. Yes. True. We all know that. Okay, the Nile flood is derived from the annual rains that fall not in Egypt, Okay. But in East Central Africa, far upstream. Got it. Huh. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Huh. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's it for that section. Okay. The next one is it called... Never, it,
0: it, I always forget that water runs towards the equator. Mm-hmm. So, like, whenever I'm looking at the map, I always think the Nile runs down. But then, like, you're, like, East Central Africa. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it goes that way. Because mm-hmm. I forgot. So those rivers run up.
1: Do they really? They do. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so interesting.
0: And also, toilet bowls spin the other way, you know? Oh, so, I didn't know that. Everything goes, yeah.
1: Oh, wow. I just learned a thing right now. <laughs> like, on, the, on on this podcast, <laughs> you literally just heard my brain pop as the light bulb went on. <laughs> interesting. Okay, the next section is called On. Like, turn on, on your brain. Okay. On page 112. Got it. Joseph married Potiphar's daughter, Azanath. Which I think is a fucking awesome name. Yeah. And I, I don't recall reading that. I but, don't either. But, but it happened. I he didn't even know Potiphar's that he had married.
0: Daughter. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. Okay. I'll take that as true. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, true insofar as the Bible well, says so.
1: Right. Right. Well, Asimov told us it, so it can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, On is also a, another word for anu. A-N-U. Anu. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that city was of great religious importance where they worshipped the Egyptian sun god, Ra. Okay. Okay? Yep. And I'm going somewhere with this, so try to follow me even though I'm not really trustworthy. (laughs) So the Egyptians called that religious center Pa-Ra or House of Ra. Okay. The Hebrew Beth Shemesh called it the House of the Sun. Okay. And the Greeks renamed it Heliopolis, which is City of the Sun. And that's current-day Cairo.
0: Ah, okay. okay. So,
1: um, this is, like, totally off-topic, but there's this these um, really tall obelisks, two of them, called Cleopatra's Needles. Okay. And they were taken out of Heliopolis, where they stood in Alexandria for almost two millenn- millennia. Wow. Before being moved and re erected, one in London and one in New York's Central Park. Really? And they are still there.
0: There to this day? Yes. <laughs> For
1: real. For real.
0: Yeah, no, I got you. Like, I, got you. I was
1: like, get the fuck out. And so I looked them up. How, and that's, yeah. that's,
0: there's got to be a story behind why they're there.
1: Um, they were gifted um, by various people. I think the one in London was gifted to pay off a. <sighs> debt like a monetary debt got it and the one in new york was gifted i forget why it was some like political. congratulations thing. on
0: being a country uh,
1: um, <laughs> no i don't think it was that i think it was just like some political move okay like you give somebody like you know you throw paper towels at some people and other I feel people like you give putting a, a
0: thousands year old um monument in central park is a bad idea
1: right <laughs> yeah I'm just saying yeah. like, like it's gotta be like close to ruin by now right you would think like but m- I think most people don't realize what it is
0: probably not and there's like oh yeah that thing I've just Whatever.
1: added that to my list of things I must see before right. I die no, that,
0: that's really cool yeah. like that's I mean Next thousands of New years York, old things that's yeah. really interesting and
1: cleopatra's needles
0: right and, okay? and it's in the united states like yeah. how many thousands of year old things can you see in the united states right That
1: you could just walk up to and be like sup right yeah yeah so yeah i had to stop reading for a minute and be like hang on a sec what
0: that's one of the reasons i want to visit other countries because we're such a new country
1: mm-hmm.
0: everything here is just so fucking new
1: like that's why whenever i was studying history because as a kid, I grew up overseas. And then as a child, um, in the States, like I, I moved around. I never like felt any kind of connection with the States. Yeah. And so history class was always really stupid and boring because I'm like, who the fuck does the U S think they are? Why do I have to like that? They've only been around a couple hundred years. Who gives a
0: shit about, Well, you know, me, I grew up here in the same place my Mm -hmm. whole life basically. Mm -hmm. And I have a deep, understanding of what local history is and mm-hmm. United States history, and it means a lot to me. So Which I can't relate we grew up with to at all. From two different like perspectives. Now, yeah. I also like to relate to the world history of things, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I very much appreciate how everything brought us to the point that we're at. Um, so i'm rambling here i'm not really just but yeah
1: for myself like i never thought i liked history until i got into college and i took a history class that was about um other cultures right and it was a humanities class that actually concentrated on like music and architecture and art from as influenced by historical events around the world and the United States wasn't even hardly mentioned. And I was like, Oh my god, this history class was written for me.
0: Yeah, even just in human history we're a blip on the freaking radar. Right. So Right. I mean, it's what it is. But Yeah,
1: yeah. So I don't know. I this is interesting stuff to me, but I I really want to go see Cleopatra's needles. Yeah.
0: I'm with you there. Both of them. We should do it.
1: But definitely the one in New York, there's no reason not to.
0: Right. Agreed.
1: Okay, so next section is Goshen, page one thirteen, and I'm not gonna lie. When I first read that, I was thinking Goku, (laughs) which is an anime, and I don't know why, but it just sounds like an anime.
0: Yeah. See, when you said it, I was thinking Goshen, Indiana. Oh. Because it's nearby. So. Goshen. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yep. So. That was what first crossed my mind. but
1: Indiana just passed the U.S.'s first um, almost near-complete um, no abortions.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Love it. That's what I'm thinking In no way of. whatsoever.
1: Right. That's what I'm thinking of when I hear Indiana. Yeah. Well, I mean. Fuck you, Indiana.
0: That's also where Pence came from, so it's not got a lot of things going for it.
1: Right. Fuck Pence. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care that he didn't um, do the Trump insurrection thing. Yeah. I don't care that that was the, the, his right. that's final the, That's the only
0: thing that keeps him from being, like, complete hatred, right? Uh, Essentially. Whatever, that I still hate up, him. He, that he, he stood up at that last minute and said, okay, we're not going to completely ruin the United States.
1: But, it, but he helped get us here. So, right. fuck him. Yeah. Okay, so Goshen, page 113. So Jacob and his wife, Azanath, had two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh okay Okay. and Egypt proffered so proffered prospered yeah it prospered yep so when famine struck they were ready Yay. yay okay But Canaan suffered, obviously. They did not have the memo. So they didn't prep. Yeah. So Jacob's sons had to go to Egypt to buy grain because they were like, oh, my God, we're all starving to death. Right. And Joseph pretended to be rough with them just to see if they changed. Sure. Because from his perspective, he was like, "Um, you guys didn't mind hurting me knowing that it was going to hurt dad. Right. And that's fucked up. Like, you put your own feelings first. Even knowing it would hurt dad. So I'm going to see if you guys are still like that by taking his other favorite son, the right. youngest, Benjamin. Right. And um, making you guys, you know, have to give him up. Right. And seeing if you will at all uh, let that happen. Which right. we know um, the brothers would not give up Benjamin. And so... Um, They showed that they had truly changed because they were like, no, take me as slave in his place. And please, this would hurt our father so much. So Joseph revealed himself as being alive and well, and the brothers were invited to live in Egypt and the Pharaoh welcomed them, which is amazing. Right. And the family moved to the land of Goshen in Egypt. Got it. Okay. Yep. Yay. They all lived happily ever after the end. Right. Sure. Um. So, the next chapter is the last, or the next section is the last one in Asimov's Guide to the Bible, the book of Genesis. Right. Called Ephraim and Manasseh, page 114. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, this is so interesting to me, this final section. Yeah. So, Jacob blessed Joseph's sons as his own on his deathbed. Right. Which we kind of remember... I remember that happening, but I also remember, like, what does that mean? Like wasn't that like, the
0: one with the right hand and the left hand, and he crossed him and stuff? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But but I remember us going, like... So he just was like, oh, you're my sons now. And we were like, oh, right. what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, that was weird. It, it was, but it wasn't. Um, okay. Because when he took them on his deathbed, that is part of what created the 12... Um, The 12 tribes of Israel. Okay. So we've got Reuben, Simon, Judah, and Dan. Gad, Issachar, Zebulon, and Asher. Naphtali, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh. Got it. Oh, and don't forget Levi, except for ha 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 fold you because that would be 13, not 12. But Levi never amounted to much beyond becoming a landless priestly caste, so they don't count. Womp womp. Got
0: it. So we are still talking in... Like, essentially, the whole book of talking about where Joseph was talked about, mm-hmm. that was still um, references to them as tribes, I'm assuming.
1: I think so. I think so, In, in a way. Like, you know, I
0: mean, maybe, maybe maybe that, maybe Joseph was a tribe that had power in Egypt of some type. You know what I mean? Like, that's maybe more likely what the case might have been. Right, right. And, yeah, I don't know. And then they came to some sort of a treaty when they came back to who knows? But, yeah, it sounds like they're, because they're treating them as tribes here, where they're mm-hmm. bringing them back into the loop. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, and that's why I said I think that it was probably a bit of both.
0: Got you it. You know? Yeah.
1: Um, but, regardless, Joseph, because his sons were named
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, as um, Jacob's sons. Yeah. Um, in, a, in essence, he got two tribes. So, a lot of times, Ephraim and Manasseh were referred to as Joseph's tribes. Got it. Or the Josephian tribes or whatever. Sure. Even though they were his sons. Yep. And so, thus, these children, Jacob's grandsons, received the birthright ahead of Reuben, the oldest brother.
0: Got it. Interesting,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, you know what? I apologize. I have one more interesting little section. Okay. I forgot about. Sorry. Okay. So, the last section for realsies (laughs) is called Judah. And it's on page 116. Okay. Okay. And so Reuben was dismissed. He was the oldest, right? But he was dismissed for his seduction of Billa. Remember? We talked about that. Yep. And so this is this is Jacob, like, going on and doing his, like, blessing on his deathbed thing. Yeah. Okay? So he's like, Reuben, you suck. Right. Okay? Yeah. And then he gets to Simon along with Levi. And, um... He, they were dismissed because of their raid on Shesham after Dinah's rape. Right, okay? right. So, you guys suck, you're out. Yeah. Okay. Judah, he enthusiastically praised. And David, who descends from Judah, establishes the peace and stability of Israel. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yep. And it was the um, people who were putting, the priests who were putting this together, like, went back and were like and judah he enthusiastically praised because you know because judah's tribe turned out well yeah
0: right right they're very very centrally important in the bible story Mm -hmm. so
1: so the rest were mostly noted favorably and i'm not going to name those off but joseph's tribes ephraim and manasseh are praised exuberantly and at length yeah but what's interesting is that they didn't necessarily um, amount to much. Right. But the stories were compiled at the time when they were doing Got well. Got it. Yeah. So.
0: So, yeah. Oopsies. History pulled out. You're well, That didn't you're work wrong. out so well. Yeah.
1: You're wrong. You you didn't prophecy very well.
0: Right. Right. So,
1: that that's funny. Yeah. Jacob died at age 147. Nope. Which, but you recall the last person that I said died was 180. Um, was 180. Yeah. So you see how we're doing that. We're,
0: we're moving down closer to that realistic time frame.
1: Yes. Yes. And um, he was brought back to Canaan to be buried in the cave of Machpelah with his grandparents, Abraham and Sarah. Right. Oh, see, that's where I got the Sarah from. Yeah. Abraham and Sarah. Right. Yeah, I knew Jacob's wife was Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, Yeah. I
0: looked it up after you said that. Oh, okay. You were still going on about stuff, so I just let it slide. But, yeah, yeah, it was Rachel.
1: Yeah. See, I, I wrote it wrong, but I said it correct. Right. Yes. My brain works
0: sometimes.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, um, he went back to the cave of Machpelah where his grandparents, Abraham and Sarah, were buried, yep. along with his parents, Isaac and Rebecca, and one of his wives, Leah. Got it. Now, Rachel wasn't buried in that cave because remember, she, she was turned to. A... She died on the side of. Oh, that's the right. Yeah, yeah. She was buried yeah, yeah. along.
0: Giving birth to Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then Joseph died about 50 years later at age 110.
0: Got it. Now so, we're down in a realistic time frame. Now, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, See which, how they did that? They just moved right down that scale there. Mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. we're now we're gonna die at regular ages. Now. Yep. Sounds a Regular good. ish ages.
1: Right. So um, when we go into Exodus next Saturday, yeah. Um, or Sunday. Sorry. Next yeah, Sunday. Right. Um, that'll that picks up four hundred years after this.
0: Right. So okay.
1: I don't know if you recall that, but. Um, at that point, like, that's when Egypt forgot that Joseph and all of his people there right. are awesome or whatever. Yeah. And so they had to they're, leave. they're enslaved. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when we start the book of Exodus, that starts on page 118 and goes through page 153. Okay. And the uh, sections that we'll be covering are Exodus, Ephraim pharaoh of the oppression okay pithom and ramses the daughter of pharaoh moses midian pharaoh of the exodus mm-hmm. horeb jehovah aaron just kidding aaron <laughs> the magicians of egypt which okay i was like what yeah passover abib the red sea pi omer amalek joshua cherubim the Urim and the Thummim, and the Molten Calf.
0: Awesome. Okay. You know, I have to say one thing. What's that? Passover, I never, like, that was, when when we read about Passover, I was like, Jesus, that is some fucked up shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Passover is some fucked up shit. Yeah, it is. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, it's just this innocuous, like, like we celebrated Small today, holiday whatever holiday thing that we sell, that we quote unquote celebrate or whatever.
1: We know about it. We know about we, it. Yeah, we I, hear I've the never. Name.
0: Have you ever celebrated Passover?
1: I have, um, not myself, but my parents did and do, and mm. I knew about it.
0: I, I knew that it existed, I never knew that anybody ever celebrated it. But like, it happens, and then when I found out, like, what it was, right. I was aghast. I'm like, this is fucking horrible, guys.
1: Right? Like, why? Jesus. Why are we? And if you don't remember, just
0: wait until we talk about this again Mm -hmm. next week because Passover is fucking trash.
1: Well, I don't know that we'll get to it next week. Um, It'll be in the weeks to come. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because it looks like it's far down the list. Wait, wait
0: till we get to Passover sometime in the nearish future. One of these
1: Sundays coming up. Yeah,
0: because Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fuck Passover.
1: Fuck Passover. Yeah, right? It's disgusting. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, is that all we got for today?
1: That's all we got for today's Sacrilegious Book Club.
0: All right. Let's wrap this up. And uh, don't forget, we also have our uh, weekly replay replay today, if that's your thing, Um, Mm -hmm. which you're probably not listening to the single episode if you listen to the replay. So I don't know why I even said that. But whatever. (laughs) Anyway.
1: On Monday, we will be back with First Kings Chapter 6. Yeah,
0: that. Bye, guys.
1: Bye.
0: Hey, wife. I guess that's the end?
1: But, husband, that's just sad.
0: It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D.
1: For D's nuts. Oh,
0: my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website.
1: Oh, we have a website?
0: Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop.
1: We have a merch shop?
0: Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products.
1: Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now.
0: Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help.
1: Oh, yeah? With what? Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using.
0: And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously.
1: Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hi,
0: I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.